Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Kroosh, joined always by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. Green. And Daniel Jang. This is not a t-shirt. If you're not familiar with what we do, we come to you each and every week from podcasting services of your choice. We sit around a table like this sometimes, and we have some nerdy topics, um, comics, movies, games, you know, kind of everything in between, or recent events regarding any of those things, and we have fun. We hope you have some fun with us. And yeah, this is episode one twenty five, guys. One two five. That's a that's a milestone in my book. That's like quarter of a year. It's one hundred twenty five weeks. That's like quarter of a year, right? One hundred three sixty five. Oh, day like if every if it was every day. <laughs> Are we becoming the daily DLC? <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. I'm, 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 I see I'm, you running the numbers. <laughs> I'm like thinking about the next one would be halfway, half the year. Half of this year? Yes. Oh, 126. Might be a big one. Ooh, How many episodes after 69 is this? <laughs> um, we'll get into the chat, uh, like catching up after. Yeah, Let's get right into the topics. Let's do it. Um, so my time. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Changing it up on you. Yeah, you are. But no, you're not. <laughs> um, I kind of had X-Men on my mind recently. What? What topic? Fuck. Dark Phoenix? <laughs> so be- I didn't watch Dark Phoenix, but Me neither. <laughs> um, I was recapping. I, I watched uh, Comic Book Girls. Um, she kind of recaps the saga of the Phoenix, mm. both the dark and the, the good parts, and the whole... I mean, because there is the Dark Phoenix, Phoenix part, but there's a buildup to that, which is like the Phoenix saga, the Dark Phoenix, all this. And I learned a lot that I'd never knew before. And I was thinking of X-Men lately because of that. And like, this was the last like movie with Fox. And so now it's going to, within who knows, five or so years, we'll get X-Men in the MCU. Hmm. Um, and I, I was going to say like Fox has been messing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with the exception of Deadpool. Sure. But... They handed the reins to people for that. Yeah, I mean, it was like a passion project. Like, yeah. first we got uh, what was it? Um, Wolverine. Passion of the Wolverine. Yeah. No, the the <laughs> the, the fuck the the first one. Origin story. Origins. Yeah. Which brought in introduces to Deadpool, amazing character in that movie. But then it come back there. So anyway, I was thinking about Wait, it, and so I was like, let's talk a little bit about where we'd like to see the X-Men in the MCU, how maybe you want to see them introduced, if you have any particular casting preferences, just anything involving their incorporation into what we know right now with the Marvel Universe, or what it'll be, who knows, in like five years. Did you guys have any thoughts on this? Yeah, uh, Phoenix Reborn. It's a, good, it's a good next movie. Just jump right into Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, it, like, there was Dark Phoenix really bad and then reborn it's just like brand new light people will enjoy higher reviews probably what is is that a story oh uh, no i'm referring how bad this movie is <laughs> and we need to fix it <laughs> and just like dude going i feel like though the problem that introduces is aids holding this cannon yeah and that you don't want that because mm. all the baggage you want to just remove this <laughs> sever that time this movie never existed and b the way I've understood the Phoenix story, there's a it's a build. Yeah. It's almost sort of like the whole like any of these other films, there's been a build. It's like, oh, Thanos is coming. Oh. And hmm. I feel like if they want to do Phoenix right, maybe not to the same level of Thanos where it's twenty two movies, but I feel like there should be some 
just slow build and, in the background. And just to make sure, for Phoenix, it was literally only two movies. Not even. It was this movie. Well, they ignored. It? They So I read oh. what happened. The hints they dropped in the previous X-Men movie, the Apocalypse one. But it has her in it, though, right? It's the same actress. Yeah. And they drop hints in that one of her having like yeah. powers. But this movie completely was like, no, it's it's something else. She was and, never. And in that was like it just forgets its own continuity. It's dumb. It's stupid. But <laughs> I digress. We're trying to make it not stupid. But I would like to see a proper Phoenix story. I think that that is a cool story. It's unique. Um, I, I guess I'll get into it a little bit. Um, I know X-Men kind of came with the whole message of, you know, Professor X, Magneto, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. and that being a symbol for you know the struggle with racism. Yeah. Um, I think uh, superhero movies have done a great job recently with like Wonder Woman, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, doing more diverse, doing more inclusive, like just characters of different cultures, races, genders, everything. And I think X Men is like that embodied. But I think they should like when they go forward, it should more th- be more than just like a racial symbolism. It should just be all kinds of diversity. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, this could be a subtle thing. They, they don't have to make it a big push, but I think they should make an effort of being like, you know, you know, the LGBT community, like have characters that represent those or people of different cultures. Like Storm is a big example of this. Like she is this like awesome character of African descent and like she kicks ass and give her like some, just like broad level, like mm-hmm. not story beats, but just like I want to see these sorts of characters like really shine and have some cool moments. So I think that would be an opportunity for them to really showcase that is the X Men. Uh, did you guys have any thoughts? So we want, we're just trying to like figure something else out and not Dark Phoenix, like a new. Not anything. I'm just saying like movie. you want him in. Like is Wolverine you're in? Is do you, do you want all the X-Men in? Like what just anything. What if what if I make my in to be a story about Cyclops in which yeah, my interest. in which he turns into a villain. Yeah, well, it's been done. Oh, okay. He's, He's sided done. with Magneto. Oh, no. you mean the comics? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, that guy flip flops so much. Dude. <laughs> he's flippy flappy. No, how many times does he flip flop? Well, I don't know, but and I know the fact one that time. did it once—that's a flip and a flop right <laughs> there. <laughs> I think he's done it twice. <laughs> I think he's done it twice. And I mean, the most is, recent one has been the sk- setup from Schism, which was I don't yeah. know how many years ago. But that one is, I think, less villain and more <clears throat> he's antagonistic, like. He's sort of like in that gray area. I mean, that's Magneto in a nutshell. He's in that gray area. Yeah, because he wants just, what's best for mutants, but he's going in a very but I, I that's absolute different than villain way. to me. Like when you're saying paint him as a villain, yeah. I think you're talking like he goes evil. Like yes. he has malicious well, intent. But the I don't idea, think my my ba- my main idea was I wanted to choose a story that hasn't been done within the comics. And as soon as he was like, Oh, it's been done, I'm like, Oh, oh like a complete original story. Yeah, I just story. want a complete original story for a movie. I think that's that'd be hard. A neat concept for yeah, it would. for one of the X Men because to be honest with you, Dark Phoenix, like the way you're explaining Dark Phoenix, how it's a buildup, Dark Phoenix could have been the Avengers of the Marvel uh, of oh, the X Men of X Men stuff. It like it, it could, like it seems like it could have been that way. Like absolutely, Phoenix has that that amount of fucking power that it could have been like that. Well, just so many characters are involved. There's like the Galactic stuff. There's mm-hmm. the Professor Xavier stuff. There's the there's the um, Hellfire Club stuff that's involved. Like all these different communities are steps in that. Um, that can be 
reorganized and adapted it so that it's more streamlined and easier to because it kind of like goes in different directions and happens over a long period of time. So there's a lot of like filler, mm -hmm. but broad stroke level, she goes through like she she gets this power out of being heroic and then she doesn't know what to do with it and then she uses it for good. But then she's naive and there's a lot of manipulation that happens to her and she's a victim of that. And then she she's she retaliates against that like manipulation and then she sees this darker side kind of like let out. It's just like this journey she kind of goes through. It's almost like, and I've heard this comparison done where it's like, oh, the only other kind of female character that has had a complex journey like that would be like Cersei. Like she went from being like victim to power, you know, dom like a dominating figure and powerful figure and, and vengeance and, and sympathizing and all the, like all these different mm -hmm. things. And it's like, they kind of dropped the ball, and that was after, you know, eight seasons of this yeah. long-standing show. Like, if the, that can't be done, this makes me—it makes it hard to believe that this could happen yeah. in the film. But I digress. Um, I think a Cyclops story would be cool. He's a lot to, I think, offer. He's always been like, if I think of like the X Men, Cyclops has always been something, someone I've really enjoyed as a character. Um, and the fact that I'm not too sure because I don't read most of the comics. Um, is he? Did you uh, watch the cartoons much? Or I did. What's yeah, your backstory yeah. with you, cartoons? But it's been a long sure. time. I've watched. No, I just want to know if like if you've ever like outside of video games. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah sure. It, it wasn't comic books. It was more yeah TV shows. So it was the the cartoons that I would watch. But from my understanding, is he uses the goggles to control the fact that he just shoots laser beams like fucking... Yeah, if he opens his eyes, those beams come out. Isn't there a point where he's able to control it to where he can, like, see yes. normally? Joss Whedon. Not... Hmm. Emma Frost helps him. Okay. Like, I do remember that. But is this, like... This isn't... In, in that story, someone, like, physically changes stuff to make him not be able to do it? He can't do it on his own? Or do is it remember? something? I don't think he can do it on his own. I don't think so. You don't think that was a thing? I thought Emma helped him, like... But maybe retain she, it. I remember change. there was a moment where, like, it was not the first astonishing X Men story. It was one of the later ones, and she's in his mind, and like he's scared of himself and something. And I thought there was a, a, a page. I'll, I'll look it up if you guys yeah. have something. Uh, anyways, it always interested me. Like, I wish there was like a story where it does show, like, you know, he could have so much control that you know he can control, like, you know how they do, like, um, like Limitless, where he can sense all these different things. Like if he had that much control to where even like his laser eyes were under control for himself uh, and, and, and he could, you know, like he gets a sense for, for norm normality. He can, he can hide with these people at this point, you know, cause always he has to has these, these goggles or these glasses. Um, so I, I think that'd be a neat thing where he kind of like teeters on like, should I, should I hide for the rest of my life or should I continue to like display that I am, you know, who I am essentially. I think that, I always thought that was a cool concept that could have been done. Yeah, absolutely. Jane, do you have anything to Age of Apocalypse. <laughs> can you kind of, for so, those that aren't familiar with it, can you give us a quick run? Professor X's son, Legion, in the future. The future's fucked up because Magneto just controls everything. So he goes back in time when Magneto and Charles Xavier are university students. He goes in to kill Magneto. Professor X goes in front of him. T time fucks up because if you kill your dad, you disappear. And so Magneto sees this, and so he creates the X-Men. He creates, he becomes good. But since Professor X never founded the X-Men, Cyclops is a bad guy. He's with Mr. Sinister. He has one eye. He literally has one eye because him and Wolverine get into a fight. Wolverine claws him, blows his hand up. Wolverine has one hand. It's like a metal. 
yeah, stub and stub. <laughs> he actually gets with Jean Grey. Wolverine and Jean Grey actually in their romantic rela- relationship because Professor X was never there. And But the thing is, since Professor X was never there, Apocalypse was the world. Yeah. And so I would have that. And there's How would only you introduce that? One person. Just fucking. I hate when they they spoon feed us all the time. Like I've seen Amazing Spider-Man's origin story so many times. Just okay. People kind of have the gist of an idea of who Magneto and Xavier so is. Don't watch. Just yeah. Xavier's you son just goes jump back into in time. That start. Yeah. Okay. Goes back in time, tries to kill him, kills his dad, creates a fucking... So it wouldn't be like we get introduced to them in like a teaser for another movie. It would just be like first movie, X-Men, whatever. What if it's like, what if the movie starts out cold start, just this moment? Like you just see like... Maybe it characters. You just see both these two characters and like you just see him, like one guy come out of it. You see like, like, you know, Xavier sees it and he just jumps in front, ends up dying. And like this whole moment starts and like it just goes from there. I think a cool, another cool thing. I think that's a good, good intro. I think another cool thing would be like we see like a war, like it looks like uh, the future in uh, Terminator Mm -hmm. going with your age of apocalypse story. We see it's like this future Terminators thing, but like carnage and stuff and people are fighting but you don't know you don't see anything clearly and then you see something familiar and it's like a wolverine claw and it's and you see optic blasts and stuff and then that moment happens let's say that's the opening scene is the shot of them fighting and all of a sudden the claw blowing and all that stuff and then you're like the fuck is like i'm familiar with these characters but i don't know what like for the the fan they know what's going on yeah yeah. for the new person like i know these characters but how the fuck did we end up because they're good right and then it goes to the rest of that present, and they at some point we have an intro character of whoever that might be, and then they backflash to how this all started. It could be like Sunfire or someone else is like the character we we're following, because there's always Bishop. gonna be like that character. Because Bishop's the only guy that remembers the original timeline, and he's like trying to fix it. Yeah, and so. is that because of his powers that he's able to remember <laughs> him? Him? I mean, in the, I remember in the cartoons. I don't. This isn't a thing I'm an expert on either. For both of you guys, I know Bishop is him and Cable do a lot of time travel shit. Like anytime time travel is involved in X Men, they're the main. They're they're not far behind. <laughs> to go back quickly to your point of whether you can control or not. So in Astonishing X Men number fourteen, there's a telep- telepathic therapy session where Emma Frost presents the idea to Scott that maybe his lack of control is stems from not a brain damage of some kind, but a mental block he's created at an early age on himself. And it kind of gets lingered there, like, oh, what if he could? And then on issue 23, near the very end of the whole thing, um, he admits that theory could happen. He's in a catatonic state, and he opens his eyes, and you see this color of his eyes. And, um, and, his powers, and then later, he's able to do a full-controlled optic blast. And then it, the, the ability, he has his goggles on later on. So it was a temporary thing. Um, but it was that was like the only time I I knew it would happen, but I didn't know how. And that was it. That was it. Oh, I just want to touch on that. Yeah, yeah. I like the Age of Apocalypse. I think that'd be bold. I'm just trying to think of like they could do Grant Morrison's run. And we have seen Apocalypse, Genova. right? <clears throat> huh? We have seen Apocalypse, yeah. or, or that's the guy Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Ivan Ooze. <laughs> um, I think that'd be a good one. I think. Um, I think Age of Apocalypse could work. I'm just trying to think of a way. I don't remember how it ended. Do you remember how? Because I'm trying to think of a way to, like, once that story ends, how would they continue on? Right. Like, that's a future story, an alternate timeline. Maybe something happens where they're like, that's why they've never been in 
the rest of the MCU, and when they fix it, they're back in, and that could be how they interlace everything. Well, like he said, he like he's he feels like like we've been spoon fed as like moviegoers, like with certain storylines. But I mean, if if you want to start fresh, just have a timeline where everything goes the way we want it to, and it ends with the timeline where it's fucked up. We have this character go back in time, so then we start like it's a refresh. So th- there's like it's a it's a four to five you know movie thing of, of just the regular timeline, and then it four. gets redone huh? with it with. <laughs> so we're starting from the beginning, like you know, four X Men, four X Men, exactly. But, but I'm do saying, like how does this take? Like I'm saying, MCU unified world. Oh. How does that then either get in or shit? And I, what I'm saying is maybe the reason it's out of place with it, yeah. it's taking place, but because it's this fucked up timeline, yeah. when they when Bishop or whoever fixes it, then the, that's why they've been not kind of around. Mm. That could explain that. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, I was way off topic. <laughs> I was like, what? Did, huh? <laughs> I think the extin- E for Extinction is the Grant Morrison story. It's like, at this point, mutants have are around. They've been thriving. Um, they have a whole country now. Standard human. Gen- Genosha. 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 Yeah, <clears throat> and it's like there. It's like near South Africa, I think. There's a cure for mutant. The mutant gene. Yeah, yeah, that, that exists. Meaning, like you can remove your powers. And Beast is contemplating on taking it, and they're like, "No, you can't, because you're the face of mutants." Well, I think. Like, I mean, they've touched on this in the brand. I don't, know, but it kind of it, it addresses like, is it a is it something to be cured at all? Like, and it sucks more because Beast is turning more beast like. Oh, He's turning even yeah. more like. No, then I would take it. I mean, I would have him take it. <clears throat> I mean, it's a, it becomes a question of like, do you do you let like what is natural happen to you, or do you like take things to change? It, and that could be more of that like. You know, diversity aspect of like wh- what is na- you know what is what is how do you identify versus how well, do you? Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know the actual concept, but if I assume when he says he's turning more beast-like, he's also losing his his human-like instincts. Does he? he I, thought, I don't know. He feels like he is, though. I think it might. It, yeah, it's a psychological thing. Yeah. He sees himself like becoming more ca- like he, he has like more cat-like yeah. face versus the cartoon where it's very human yeah. face. And yeah, and, and he wo- starts like questioning a lot of things. And Wolverine is uh, the one that you can't do it. And they get into a fucking fist fight. Yeah. And like the student see, like it breaks through yeah, the whole bro. danger room. Kids are like, oh, cool, the teachers are fighting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just fucking, dude, Joss Whedon. Oh, but no, yeah, no, no. Grant Morrison. But yeah, if, if he but, was turning like actual beast like. I think that's a good question to bring up is like, how do you t- wrestle with that sort of concern or issue that you're facing as an individual? And how do you face that? How do you, de- I think that would make for a great movie, just focusing on just that. They tried to do that and the Phoenix story in the same fucking movie with the <laughs> third one and something else. I forget. What. Um, I think that would be a great story. The thing I was also saying with the E for Extinction is um, this power comes in. Someone comes in. They fucking nuke all of Genosia. And, like, something happened. And then that then something later happens where, like, mutants are not repopulating. Like, no more new ones are coming up. And then they're like, fuck, we're on the... V-. We went from... Being so everywhere to being on the verge of extinction. And they're like, fuck. And this puts them in a state where they're like, how do we... No, wait. The reason they're on the verge of extinction is House of N. I don't know if that was before. I don't remember. (laughs) Because at the end of House of M, she says, no more mutants. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
That could be another time because that was a big story of like Wanda. They could, could do House of M. Shit. Yeah, that would tie it in. House of, okay, to, to brief you, House of M was a story where Vision and Wanda were trying to have a baby, and she can alter reality. Like th- they dumb it down in the movies, but she can she, fucking she alter had, reality. She has Infinity Gauntlet yeah. without Infinity Gauntlet. And people are contemplating like she's contracting and not able. And when she does, she's not able to control her powers. So it fucks everything up, and they're getting stronger and stronger. So they're like, don't have and people are like, we need to put her out or something. They start questioning that. And um, Magneto's her father as well. And then they somehow catch wind, and she just like all of a sudden is like ah, and just let like people are trying to get in touch with them and stuff. And she just ultimately alters reality to such a global level. Everyone's wish comes true, and it's this alternate reality, and no one remembers what it was before that except for Wolverine, which his wish, his like one wish was to remember his past. He's always not known his past, ah, and so that was the fit. And then, but it it had so many offshoots. Like, what is this person's wish? What is right, this person? Right. And they were like, from it was sort of like uh, Captain America from yeah, what Avengers was. He's kind of old, and yeah. he's like, I'm happy. Yeah. To other people having happy lives, to like fucked up lives. Yeah, and it, and some people have diff- different, and then Wolverine trying to like break everyone out of this, and sort of, and then it leads to this big conflict where some people are now remembering. They're like he's jarring them somehow. They have a big conflict, and it ends up having this tussle where Wanda's just like, I just want to be left alone to, ha- to have my. And then she yells to him, like, and like all this conflict is ending, and she has no more mutants. And then from that point forward, no more mutants can be born, even her kid. I don't know whether she lost her kid or not. I think she oh, did. Oh, fuck. But, but not as a result of that, but yeah. some, I don't know. Anyway, so that sets a precedent going forward from that event. And then this event happened where whatever mutants were around dwindled. And they're in, a, they're in like a very military, militaristic state where like Scott is very like every mutant counts. Yeah, we need we to start can. militarizing yeah. our kids. And people are like, oh, that's questionable because, like, they're kids. You can't, like, be training them. Right. Like, how early is too early to train them for the danger room? And that could then be an issue of, like, these are kids with powers. Maybe that, that would bring back the Civil War conversation yeah. that they brought up with Captain America Civil War of, like, how soon can kids with powers or kids with these mutant abilities be, like, taught to use them safely and all that stuff? I don't know. It's, how, there's how a lot old, of, like, good stories. How old is Captain America when, like, they feed him that... Concoction to make him Captain America. Eighteen. Yeah. Oh, was eighteen. He was enough. To he was, I mean, he was a. He could enlist. Okay. That was I, the thing. I thought for some reason it was seventeen. But yeah. That would make sense. He, he was able to enlist. He just. They were like, "You're no good to us." Like, yeah. Who gives a fuck? Um, <laughs> I mean, so this could fail on this. But like, I'm thinking like long term, like that e- extinction story set off this cool. Like one of my favorite stories is a three triple story. Do you remember Messiah Complex? Never read it, but. So I the story was all of a sudden a mutant was one mutant was born and it kind of made me think of children of men oh. and cable comes back to time to, to protect this child terminator and, and everyone's like, we need to use this. This kid is ours to use for this propaganda yeah. or for this power. Like the X-Men were like, we need to protect it. And then these other mute villains are like, we need to use that kid for, to tell people like we're coming back. And then the cable is a one man just like taken away, like kind of John Connor terminator stuff. <laughs> It was a very good story, I thought. Oh, wow. That's and then cool. the second part of that story is, hit. I mean, it's Cable and that girl have now been growing up, and she, he's been training her and the, and in their, like, journey. Wait, at a young age, though? Like, she's, this is questionable. She, she's like, it's sort of like Logan, where it's like, he's yeah. Logan's age, and she's just like a kid. Yeah, yeah. And she's a badass. 
And in this story, I think Bishop is after her. And what happened in this one was X-Force comes in, where they're like the black ops of X-Men. And in this one, I believe uh, Apocalypse kind of comes into all this, and they have a big tussle with Apocalypse and all these. It gets weird. So I, I don't know if they'll do that. But what happens is then X-Force goes back, and Apocalypse, this is an offshoot story, but Apocalypse become, gets reborn as a kid. Yeah. And this is Rick Remender writing. Hmm. He's a great writer. And what happens there is they start questioning, like, we know that's Apocalypse. That kid is going to grow up and become Apocalypse. And they're like, we need to kill him now. It's that whole, like, if Adolf was a kid. Yeah. Hitler, if Hitler was a kid, they wrestle with those kinds of conversations. They have this debate. Anyway, going back to the main story, the kid is now growing up, and she's having Phoenix-like powers. And they're like, oh, shit, does she have signs of becoming, like, the Phoenix Reborn? Yeah. Huh? Size you? Oh. <laughs> There's some great stories. They could really like do all yeah. sorts of fun stuff that but they it, haven't done yet as well. I think the problem that it seems like X-Men has is they tend to like offshoot so much though. Is that a problem? No, it's just the way you explain it, it seems like there's just so much they could add or remove. Right, they could trim a lot yeah, of exactly. fat, of course. I, I agree. It gets convoluted. Exactly. But like, so it, it just, it gets, not, it's not that it's like. With uh, Disney Plus though, it just I'm thinking like. like yeah, offered, that'd be fantastic. Like they, they could do X-Force. It's a fucking web of fucking movies. Spider. I mean, I didn't have much in casting. I was just thinking like how they could do this and then eventually build what happens is that story of the girl mm -hmm. ties into avengers where it's x-men versus avengers because avengers are like this kid is too powerful for her own good x-men are not fit to handle this situation this is now reaching a a world situation this is no longer an x-men problem and x-men are like fuck no it is this is our problem and like avengers versus x-men that was a crazy story and like people like make decisions. You're like, do I stand with this person? Do I stand with that one? S Scott grows more and more. Like, do I do I agree with him or do I not agree with him? Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, that that is interesting. To me. And they could build. I mean, maybe later, but they could. I could see them building Scott as like. I don't want to make it too similar, but I would have a Scott and Wolverine kind of like as a Tony and Steve relationship mm -hmm. where. They do have a, a civil war moment. Yeah, and we get America's ass. And we get two teams, and we see them have their belief systems. And it's very real of, like, why he believes this way and why this person believes that way. Amongst all these other amazing characters. Like, Storm could definitely go to Wakanda and have her thing going on. <laughs> no, she does, though. No, no, yeah, yeah. It's but, just, I mean, like, funny. that's a whole world that they could inter intertwine. They could do all this offshoot with Deadpool and all these other stuff. I don't know. There's, there's a wealth of opportunity. I just kind of wanted to, like... Give a taste of that. Shit, pocket. fuck. I mean, I still do think it's like a speck of salt in this canister of salt <laughs> that we've <laughs> <laughs> fucking analogies, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the, my point to illustrate is we've seen these rehash stories so many times. The Phoenix story, <laughs> some of the Logan stories. Yeah. Others. I could. There's so many other stories that are compelling and have like the the cure one like that to be really fleshed out would be a great story and diversity and all these inclusion just so many other things of like the lessons that come with that mm -hmm. good messages to be shared and have and cool stories too and lots of money i mean okay, yeah. it's <laughs> fucking disney <laughs> well lots of money to be spent and lots of money to be made yeah i mean yeah imagine that cast like not even just mar the, the current marvel cast X-Men cast is like a whole fucking thing on the yeah, team. Yeah, dude.
I don't hey. really like. I can't think of people. I would like Sir Pat Stew. Huh? Sir Pat Stew. Oh, S- Sir Patrick and for uh, for Professor X. You can't you can't replace him. Irreplaceable. I mean, I, I give I give McAvoy and Fassbender credit for giving me a relationship as a to young believe. age though. Like they. But the I funny thing like is, they they're like friends in real life. Those two guys. And I was like, that was that was pretty good. But yeah, nothing beats Patrick Stewart and. Ian McKellen. <laughs> Fucking bros for life. Uh, that was my topic. It was a mini rant and a little conversation. I liked it. I liked it. Have a little DMX in there. X going to give it to you. X going to give it to you. Talking about X. Ooh. Avatar. Last Airbender. Uh, <laughs> so. Have you ever? Twitch <laughs> recently launched in beta a sub only mode. What are your thoughts on this new mode? Can you first kind of explain Wait, so it? real quick, because I'm confused as shit. Just explain mm-hmm. it real quick. Okay. So basically, if you're affiliate or partner, you can have your channel be in view su- subscription-only mode. So only subscribers can watch it. So to watch it. To watch it. Oh. So, so sub-only so chat has happened before. Yes. That's what I thought we were fucking talking about. I was like, no. that exists. No, no. I'm confused. That's why I, I was like, I think I'm missing something. I'm going to add something to it because I just recently found this out. You can actually preview it. I don't know how long the preview is. I think it's is. five minutes. Oh, shit. That's not that long. No. That's not that long. You got, yeah. So you can preview it if you want to make a decision to sub. Man, this changes my whole entire opinion on this shit. On Twitch? Yeah, fuck Twitch. <laughs> Twitch ain't my city. But Jang's got his back. Stop moving on his Twitch, bro. <laughs> but I'm gonna rewind it. Okay. Before sub only mode, I always felt like subs paying five dollars. Well, what's the benefit except emotes and maybe they turn off the chat. Right. Most people don't turn off the chat, so I always felt like what was the benefit? But I mean, that, I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't agree with sub only mode. So I can see moments for sub only mode. Mode. But as a as a long term thing, like hey, you know, tonight we're only streaming sub only mode. I think that's a fucked up thing. I I just like I don't see what is the incentive. That's like, the thing. Why what why would I do that? That's why I don't feel like it, there's an incentive. But when it comes to like just quick moments, like let's just say like for one minute I'm gonna stream sub only. I'm like I'm gonna tell a secret to everyone, and you know, but it's only for my subs. But sub only mode for a minute. Hey guys, I'm just fucking around. I want everyone to just, you know, get like, what? What's happening? What's happening? And then you just turn it off. It's like, yeah, it was crazy, man. This is my thought. Clip it, share it. Oh no, yeah, of course. So, like, what the? Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, of course. But that's why I would use it as a it, gimmick and not as an actual like. Just keep the whole recording. I know, but I, if just, someone do, did actually want to be sub only, all someone has to do is like clip it, share it with whoever the fuck mm-hmm. else you would clip the whole entire stream if it was the whole stream like i mean if something was important like oh this person didn't want anyone oh yeah of course i, I think those important parts will always be shown whether it was not so what, what i don't understand why i think the incentive is live i mean if, if I we're think... talking about that like people that watch live is like that's the one of the biggest gimmicks is you'll watch when something happens you watch and chat i was here hello youtube i'm gonna be on you like it just it's just a thing like I, I was there live. I, yeah, that could be it. I think part of it is also like if let's say somehow someone high level, like let's say someone who has already a lot of subs, like let's say Ninja, all of a sudden turns on sub only. 
people that can't see it also be like, oh shit, something's going down. Like, why are his view like? And then that builds this sort of like. I think it helps the high people get higher and the low people get lower. Yeah, exactly. That I agree with that. That's why I don't agree with it. Like the people that are low, it's just not. It doesn't help. Force, force. (laughs) I mean, sub only more. (laughs) I mean, like it doesn't lose all of them. Yeah, it doesn't. It only helps the higher ups and Twitch. They got to do something better to help the people lower up. They are helping people with lower up. They're actually making a logarithm. So people that are in the bottom are actually going to be can get views. But yeah, sub only mode is a bad idea. It only helps the top point zero five percent. Yeah, because the thing is, like, they're what's insane is if you watch these, like, if you watch Ninja, like the amount of people that watch him, and he can still to this moment every ten minutes be like, oh yeah, uh, Twitch Prime. All of a sudden, like a bunch of people are like Twitch Prime. It's like there's that many people that didn't realize they can fucking sub to him at this moment, (laughs) dude. Like. So he, it's the same incentive. He could just be like, "Oh, guys, I'm gonna do sub mode for like an hour, you know, like just how I want. I want people that just sub to me." But and so people at that moment that that have the availability to do it are gonna sub to him, you know, like it's just it's incentivizing people to continue playing for his channel. But I'm just even seeing discourse amongst like some of those higher ones too, and I'm like, they're they're not on board. They're like, I don't like what this because a lot of them are fostering communities yeah. amongst streamers, not just amongst their exactly. viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're like. I don't like how this, this is divided. Yeah, yeah, divisive like that. And they don't foster that. So it's like. Uh, and the thing is, like, there will always be advocates for, you know, one way or the other. It's like a, like Xavier and Magneto. Like, it's going to be good for the good or for the worse. But the thing is, there will always be those people that take advantage of it or, or try to, you know, manipulate it to their own advantage. And that's what I'm hoping doesn't happen. But it's going to happen regardless. What good. If you if you were gun pressed your head, you were trying to be like, what good could come out of this? I'm just saying, like, you had to think of something. What could you think of that would be positive? I can show porn to my subs only. Clip it. I can only think of one thing. <laughs> but I mean, what they get money anyways. Game's done quick. Like we're gonna donate. It's gonna be sub only, but all all the subs are gonna be done. But they make donations anyway, so that's <laughs> See, the, the part I'm like. I'm trying to understand the view part of it because I understand chat. They're like, we want to clean out the trash chat that's like maybe shit talking shit. Which is why it's fine to have chat sub Sub. only. Right. And I understand. But to view part, I'm like, how, like, who am I filtering out if I do that? Like, if I wanted to be like, oh, there's something, I don't know. I don't know. That's just uh, maybe I would use it if anything as a as a time to for a memo. Like, I might not like if I had a following. And I was like, I have a special announcement about like how I'm doing content going forward. My the regular chat that just comes and goes, I don't think cares. But like for the subs, they may, maybe it's something affecting the subs. Like they can clip it. I yeah, I, I <laughs> I'm just saying like maybe this way it's like okay, just got your attention. I don't know. I'm I, trying. To, this is me again. Me trying to find uh, devil's advocate. I think it's to make a tighter community. Like it's exclusive now. Like. I, I get it. I mean, I when you say it, I understand. Exclusive, you mean as a viewer? Yes. Yeah, making like a tighter-knit community, but it just, it, I don't feel like it's going to work out that way for this method. Like, it's just not going to work so, out. So, here's a question for you guys, because you guys, I think, watch more streams than I do, comparatively. Just I just have them in the background. I do, too. But I'm just saying, like, you're, you're more privy to a lot of what's going on with some of the higher-level streams. Mm-hmm. I know, like, a niche amount. Mm-hmm. But... 
would you say that, let's say, like, CDM the Third or any of the other ones that you follow, that you watch and are, follow their careers and stuff, are they individuals or do they, like, have fostered friendships among other... Like, I, for instance, I'll use uh, Ninja as an example. Him, Dr. Lupo, Tim the Tapman, I feel like there's some sort yep. of camaraderie. Yep. Are other streamers you guys know have something similar to that, either within if, their if, game or within... If I think of other two... Uh, like LA, you said the LA one, people in that, that's smaller stream, but like just in general. If I think of two, um, I would say I don't think that Summit 1G has that type of community like with other streamers, okay. but he has streamed with other people. Okay. But I don't think it's like the, because it always seems like awkward, like not awkward, but you can tell like he's not buddy buddy with this guy okay. like those the, like the the banter between them isn't like casual like it's kind of oh, weird him and cd in the third are fucking oh but see <laughs> but then there's that's my other guy cd in the third i feel like does have like a group because there's a guy that he always distortion uh yeah yeah and dk yeah and well and, even then i've seen him so, like ch- when smash was big he's like hey zero or yeah zero. oh yeah yeah yeah. The, he's like let's play and yeah. they're like, yeah, fuck, let's do it. Yeah. And they fucking play. See, but that's his personality, too. Like, he brings people into yeah. that, the thing. But he has people that he's Friends recurrently, with. Yeah, yeah, streamed with. Okay, so Summit 1G, who, you said there was any more? I uh, see in CD in the third. It, well, Summit 1G is the only one that, off the top of my head, I don't feel like he has a, a specific person that he streams constantly with. Not to tease the next topic, but does Dr. Disrespect have rapport with Shroud, others? probably. Just them? Uh, but I don't think, I think that's like a one-sided thing. Like, I don't think Shroud thinks of him as like, oh, let's, you know, hang out or whatever. They were supposed to meet up at E3. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, saying. okay. Well, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of that, oh, I've n- my trend is I'm, I see more streamers leaning towards the side of, like, even when they're focusing on their own thing, they're like, oh, I'm going to raid this other person that I'm, like, in the art community or right, within right. this uh, uh, channel yeah, or something. Yeah. And they, they build a repertoire amongst them, like, on all levels. Like, oh, this is a new up cover. These are some of the more seasoned. We kind of all mm-hmm. kind of, like, help foster. We're the veterans. We're the new blood. All that. Yeah. And to to build a community of individuals within your community, I feel like that removes it from that. And so, I like, that doesn't click for me. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. Like, it feels that's where it would root clash. What if they did a... Because now you can watch... Multi? Yeah, multi-stream. What if they... If you did sub only mode, you can also watch who they're attached to, and it would insensitize people to sub to that guy. I feel like that, like to to pitch that, it to me it would seem like too far of a like to convince me of this already is kind of like you're pitch you're going and you're home. adding now weird and now stuff. there's another thing I'm like I don't understand that even more than the I don't know it'd be a hard sell is what I'm saying yeah like, I, I I mean. I think we have to have a different mind in here because we're all kind of very similar on the same mind uh, within this. Yeah, so like, uh, but that's what I like, cannot think of a fucking positive thing. I've been trying to like since you said like has a, has gun to your head. I'm like, oh, fucking no. tight knit community. Yeah, no. Um, has any streamers been like all I've seen are streamers? Well, first like, of all, nope. I didn't even know about. I thought when he was giving us this topic, I thought it was so some only chat. chat. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like, have it's you cool. seen anyone? I, mean, been I like, don't think so. <laughs> I don't even know what, like, but the thing is, I feel like, so Twitch is usually like, well, we've heard you guys, this is what we're doing. I don't know the fuck was saying this. Yeah, I'd love to hear, like, the reasoning behind, yeah. I'm trying to find yeah. Twitch Reddit. Let's see what, what like, <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> the dark side of Reddit is what you're going on right now. 
It's not that bad. <laughs> you haven't seen Destiny subreddit, dude. That place can... Oh. When it's bad, it's a shit. You haven't seen Anthem Reddit. <laughs> I mean, we all know what we're getting to. <laughs> it's funny. But, um, but just to keep uh, no silence on the on the podcast right now, while you it's guys are just searching. Yeah, let me just wipe my windshield. <laughs> I'm, my, my glasses are fogging up like crazy. Um, but yeah, dude, I can't think of anything positive. Like... That's insane to me. What's what's crazy is like streamers. I don't know if they're big, but I remember reading in Reddit, people are like, "Damn, I want to turn this on. Like, I want it, but I have a violation. I can't turn it on. Mm-hmm. I want to turn it on." Yeah. So, I mean, there are people that want it. But the thing is, too, like, like, I, I again, I, I, I only see it as a negativity. Is like the moment that that uh, uh, the the most recent th- big thing that I can think of is is Doctor Disrespect with the restroom thing. Um, with the sub only mode, he could have been like sub only mode, go in the restroom. And so people that are like that can, he still would have got in trouble. Yeah. Right, sure. right, right. Yeah. But like, <laughs> you can't just blast porno. Like with the sub, only. you're still going to get in trouble. You're still going to get in trouble. There's still going to be Twitch is going to find out and stuff and word of mouth. Right, right. But like, I, I don't know. It, like, again, it can create like moments where like, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just incentivizing bigger streamers to become bigger. That's just all There's, I see it as. This is a, a comment on Reddit. I can't imagine a single scenario where I would ever want to segregate and pay gate my audience on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. Someone was like, this is getting the route of cam girl sites. Woo! Oh, shit. What if no, that's but where it's from? <laughs> what if that's who it's for? No, so, I, so I saw one thing where people are saying, like, perfect. Uh, what I want, actually. Like a. Like an esport event or a boxing event. To, oh, that makes sense. Like Man. a Logan like a, Paul, like event? a venue of some sort. Jake Paul, Evo. Like yeah, I don't know if Evo would buy, but that that's, that's a still that's baffles, pay gate. That still baffles my mind because the whole like the the reason I've seen these esports become as big as they are is because of how many people can just view them. And now it's like people are like, this is beating out World Series. And I'm like the only thing I can think of happening with like Evo or anything is. Everything is is open to everyone to watch until the fucking end of all the matches. Like if you're watching the final match, pay gate. Like that's what I think of happening. Would you pay five dollars to watch Evo? No. See, if I'm doing that, I would expect better content than what I'm getting. <laughs> like I know what it is and now. Interact. And I would want like, all right, let's break down the rivalries. Let's like have a better production. Let's mm. have like more structure to this tournament. I don't want to see someone like uh, reset the controller. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what's going on. Can, can we get a guy over here? Like, I want like like if they're wanting to put it to a higher level, I want a higher level of content. Yeah. So the question is, would you pay five bucks as it is right now? No, oh, evil. Yes. I would wait for the YouTube thing or clip or something later and just okay. read about it or tw- Twitter, <laughs> like literally. Yeah, but then it just sucks because I can't. Or like, I would go to some random site that's like, all right, it's free, free pay per view events. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's probably right, gonna is, happen. But there is gonna be a thing you would pay. Yeah, for. there'll be the s- next Logan Paul. There'll be someone who who has like a subscription to the channel and he'll be fucking re live streaming that With shit. The controller. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. No, it's just me playing. You know. <laughs> Me playing at a yeah. I'm, the closest thing I've seen anyone kind of like say is if it's an event of some kind. But even then, I'm like, yeah. Even then, I I can I consider it a pay gate, and I'm not okay with that. Games done quick. If that became no a five dollar thing, would you pay? For no. no, 
I thought, the, like, to me, the whole point of that is to raise awareness, not to... Close awareness. <laughs> Close off awareness. Like, that, to me, is a, is a place where I understand some only chat. Because they get a lot of, like, shit right. talkers and random stupid shit coming in out of nowhere to, like, just spread trash. But outside of that, I'm like, you would want people to watch this because, like, the link you had where it's a charity. It's like, mm-hmm. you don't want people to already, like... Is the sub going to charity, or do I have to sub to C and then also yeah, yeah, donate? Yeah, and I can tell you the sub is not going to charity. It's the way it works right now. It's not going to go to charity. So, uh, fucking terrible idea. Twitch is not my city anymore, dude. It's, it's a small thing. I'm though. disappointed in Twitch. You know, <laughs> I it, am. It only helps the big, 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 the big boys. Big boys. I, I feel like it, it. I don't know. It helps segregate communities, and I feel like segregation causes. I saw someone that issues. <laughs> the dumbest. So again, because of Twitter, it's showing me debates other people are having because I follow one of those people. <laughs> I follow this one streamer of Destiny, and he's like, "This is dumb. It's segregating people." And someone's like, "Dude, fucking segregation. Chill out, dude." And he's like, copies the definition of segregation and posts it. And then the guy's like, "This is not segregation. This is fucking Twitch." And he's like. I don't know what to shrug. I don't know what to tell you. And it was like, yeah, what do you think about it? Like, anyway. <laughs> if anyone knows a reason that would be incentive, please let yeah, us know. I would love to hear. Like, I'm not, not even sarcastic. I would genuinely want to know, like, what kind of... Send way. it to us at askthewegandoc at gmail.com. Plug in right there. Uh, but to, to segue into Twitch, uh, I wanted to talk about the recent event with Dr. Disrespect. PhD. <laughs> pretty huge. Raul. Can you give us a little background? Uh, so what happened is uh, at E3, Dr. Disrespect was physically there, streaming, live streaming. and First he, time. And he never turned off the camera. So he had a cameraman following him at all times. But why did he go to the bathroom? I don't know. I actually never watched. Oh, man. Quality content. Even if it's fake, that's quality content. I have a choro. I need to go. Um, I actually never seen the video. Uh, It got like... like turned down, like uh, they got removed. So you can't. He got to say, ah, the chimichangas. Like, (laughs) I forgot what he was saying. But, uh, yeah, so the, the camera guy follows him into the restroom, and they do this, like, what, three times, three different times that he goes um, and just, you know, is still live streaming uh, anything in the restroom. Uh, nothing crazy happens or shows, but you can see, you know, obviously kids that are underaged and uh, anything can happen. Like, a kid can just turn around, like, what's happening? And it just, you know, flashes the camera or something like that. Um, but nothing ends up happening. But either way, uh, Twitch bans him for 14 days. And as of this recording, he has, his channel has been released from the ban. Uh, but I just wanted to talk to you, your thoughts on that. Like, what do you guys think? Is this something that, you know, is, is that was fine? Like, that type of punishment? Or do you think it should just immediately be a perm ban? Like, no excuses, zero tolerance? What do you guys think? I don't know if, how I feel about zero tolerance. But I definitely feel like that was, like, a slap on the wrist. Yeah. And a fine or something. I don't know. I, I don't feel like that should be... There should be something to be like, this is not okay. And I don't think that message came across. I think people were like, oh, he's going to get detention. And who gives a fuck? Like, not just him, but in general. Like, I feel like that's the general census whenever anyone gets in trouble on Twitch. It's like, ah, whatever. What's funny is, comparison-wise, if you're comparing, like, this guy who is a big channel 
And you're like, 14 days, that's a slap on the wrist. But I, I really do think if you compare it to like a smaller channel, they'll be like, this is, that's two weeks of me not making money. Like, that's a lot of time, you know? Sure. Um, but how, uh, I would love to see the numbers of how often that happens to a smaller streamer. Yeah. Versus, I feel like the bigger streamers do it as a stunt to get them more views. Yeah. Yeah. And that's more exactly, I, I feel like exactly what this was. Like, up until this, up until that IRL stream, what was the last thing he had been doing that was like big? And like last time I remember Jeez. was a year ago when the, the well, not even a year ago, the shooting thing that happened to him, mm. where people were like harassing him and like popping airsoft gunshots and stuff, and there was a threat. That was another bad thing. Yeah. And that wasn't in his control. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But that was the last time I saw his name in the headline. Apex launching, he was one of those sponsor people. Okay, that's fine. But like when he came back for me is when he came back from the cheating incident. And that it was, was the yeah, last the, big. That was the last big thing. Yeah, but to to even precurse that the cheating thing happened, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna go away for a bit. But I I, I, don't do, know, I just feel like bad things are it's it's a it's a continuous thing of like negative things are bring drawing in more people. Yeah, yeah, and I I do think that this might not be like not just for him. I mean, just like how things happen. It seems like that has a higher turnout than yeah. positive things happen. And I don't think this is planned in the, in the sense of like, you know, I'm going to get a ban. Sure, it'll it'll sure. be cool. But I think it's planned in like, they try to do things that like border on like, is this okay? Is this not okay? Because it, it is bringing in those views. Mm-hmm. And obviously like, it, it's it's happening all the time, but it never gets big until it falls off that, that line to the other side, you know, where they get a ban. And then that's where... It becomes news. People talk about it. But I feel like, you know, these guys are always teetering on that, on that line. Greek God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so it Greek doesn't. God? I don't know. He's like a drama. Like he's a, an IRL streamer. Yeah, yeah, IRL, but like does drama purposely, like okay. causes drama purposely. Yes. Um, and But again, he teeters on that line, which you don't hear anything about it until like he does something that goes overboard, you know? Okay. So same thing with Dr. Disrespect is. I think he's he's understood this point that it's like it's that drama or like that teetering part that brings in the views, and then there's moments where he just happens to go overboard. They they give him a 14 day ban. He's like, well, vacation time. Because the thing is, he it it is a it is a job. Like you're streaming every day to do this. So in a sense, I mean, obviously it's it's bad because he's not streaming. But I still think he's like, dude, this is time for me to take a break and like. It, it probably he feels like it's like fuck yes well-deserved break you know he probably knew even, the knew the time yeah, period too they're like exactly. hey, like so I, that's why i'm like the, the yeah way it's just they, a slap in a wrist even worse like it's more of like here's the vacation time you know take a break and it's like not even like there's so no punishment towards him do you want them to have like a youtube type of policy where three strikes and your your channel is gone it, Again, I don't know about that, but I do think there should be something to be like to make you actually be like, I should not be doing whatever it was that I did. Yeah. Well, I, I'm going to put the positive side on this whole incident versus YouTube. Okay. When Logan Paul did his thing, it the, punished. The uh, death thing? Yeah, the hanging. Yeah. It punished. Every, it fucking punished me. <laughs> I don't make fucking money anymore, yeah. dude. Like that was that, because of ads, right? Right, right. Yeah, they changed it to where like you you have like, to have a certain amount of ad, um, people. At least this year, I mean, they did punish. I mean, it might not be harsh, but they did punish Doctor Disrespect, and they didn't punish like, anyone else. Yes, correct. Like, I, that's a good. I, oh, fucking. You. I don't think it should be something that if, that like all of a sudden penalizes everyone. I think it should be. This is like our punishment to him should reflect that if anyone else does a similar thing, 
we we go through a process of it. There's a clear there should be a clear cut outline of what is and isn't okay. So that is also something that Twitch is responsible for. Of like, this is okay. This is not okay. And that is I, that is definitely something that's going to take resources. But because there's just so many things that people. I'm can I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it on the flip side, dude. Like, boob streamers, like they teeter on TOS titty streamers. Oh. Uh, fuck the. Dude, they fucking they do. It's the same exact thing. They're breaking TOS. They're yeah, it, they're fucking teetering it, dude. No, no, they're teetering it in a, in a, in another way. But I'm saying like if but, a child I mean, if you're shows making, up, if you're making rules, like, you no, gotta no, no, be yeah, pretty consistent. Hundred percent. That is another aspect of the of the TOS. What I'm saying is, if a kid can show up potentially, that not only puts Doctor Disrespect in a compromising position, but that is something that could put the whole platform. They're like. Twitch is okay showing naked, like yeah. exposed people of underage. I think that is a bad precedent to set. So there should be something that covers both ends of that. I agree with you. Girls that do body paint. Come, come on, dude. And they're wearing pink stuff. The thing is, too, is like it, it's tough to like to come up with like a punishment for people because maybe that is- should be a fucking thing for sub only views is like you're of age subber. Like if you want to want uh, that would be a cam girl thing I know but and again <laughs> only they make money. But what I'm what I, okay this is going back I, what I what I'm trying to say is like where, when you get into body art you get it you get in this weird conversation I don't know what how YouTube handles it but of like how does artwork get censored but or not censored the thing is you have to have the following to do this and obviously you already have to be affiliated or or a partner to get it but like someone doing body paint that's huge. Perfectly fine. Someone who's really small, uh, channel-wise, viewer-wise, they they can't afford, even if they're affiliated, they can't afford to do it because they need to bring in more people. And if they're they're sub-only. So, again, like, it just, it it depends on how big the audience is. But, again, it still feels like that's catered specifically to a larger channel as opposed to a smaller channel. And then when it comes to punishment-wise... Like it, it feels like with Doctor Disrespect, a two week punishment was not nearly do we, enough. Do we know if there was a fine of any kind? I don't know. Not that I know. I, be. I believe it's always only. I feel like a two that's week. something because then it's like you're paying yeah. like financially. You're paying. But yeah, it feels like it was only a two week. Uh, uh, I, I believe it was only a two week um, uh, suspension. But the thing is, like for a smaller channel, that's huge. Like for a guy who no, just that. is just barely making enough money, and you know, like he just st- made started making full-time job yeah that two weeks is going to be devastating for this guy you know so it's just it's hard to teeter on what a a good flat punishment for anyone is i think before the flat punishment definitely needs to be a clear-cut set of terms of like what is 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 not okay so that if someone does cross that line it is a conscious decision it is a this a consequence of like hey you agreed to this you broke that Mm -hmm. like any any work policy it should be a clear outline of what is is and isn't okay here and if you break that, you're gonna be reprimanded to some degree. Yeah. The reprimand needs is there, but it's only after you've clearly defined what is what. I think well, I mean, if TOS, those think guidelines are defined. It. Well, I'm just saying like they didn't like it, the the booby streamers are getting away with it. Like that's not clearly defining it. I'm just saying like cover. You need to cover all ends of it, and that's not an easy task. That's that's a daunting yeah. thing of like how do we define it? Even if it's strict, people are still gonna teeter it. Yeah. There's, they're always gonna yeah. push it. They're always gonna push it. I mean, not to say that like TOS aren't strict already, but I think it's <laughs> the reason that like there's certain mo- like parts that are not very like 
clear cut how it works is because of these moments. Like they know that like, well, cause the thing is there's a, I think Twitch understands that if they were like, just what, like tomorrow they wake up and flip the switch where it's like hundred percent, you got to follow the TOS. Every cam girl is gone. Like there's going to be mass hysteria. Oh, well, not like that much, but there will be a ton of people <laughs> complaining, you know, the fans that watch them and uh, specifically those streamers. They're just gonna be like, what the hell? Like, you, there's no notice, nothing. It's like it's clear in the TOS. Like, you should have just known already. You know, it should like, be. A, man, YouTube gaming. It's like, tough. Hey, it's tough. Like it when it's that big of a like, if it's gonna cut off that wide of a range of people. Okay. You can't just flip a switch. Like, Don't it has flip a switch. To. Make a huge announcement. Yeah. Make it on the front page yeah, of Twitch. Be like, say, you guys hey, have update coming to TOS. Yeah. You have three. You have two months to yeah. read this. That's exactly what you'd have to do. Yeah. You have two months. Every time a streamer is about to stream, hey, by the way, two months. Mm-hmm. Hey, by the way, one month, 29 days. Hey, like, <laughs> in the days. fucking face. And people yeah. will still. Yeah, teeter that and shit. Then <laughs> I was yeah. going to say in streamer's name, but I won't say her name. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of streamers that if this moment comes, they will still be doing everything like they've been doing. And then when they get cut off, they'll be like, I didn't do anything different. That's the problem. That's I didn't, I didn't problem. know. I didn't know. That's a, you can't say ignorance, though. Well, that's what I mean. I'm pretty sure a lot of people will play that, though. Uh, Does but that yeah. work in real life? Well, I <laughs> like, mean, in like, lo- right, like right. The, the, the speed limit. It changed. works in customer service. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. Oh, I bought this try picture read. frame that doesn't fit my picture. <laughs> it, it says the dimensions. I thought it would have been the right size. Um, YouTube has had its own issues mm-hmm. with watching mm-hmm. Twitch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it's tough, especially like it is a wild west right they've now. They've gotten but. so big. Like obviously, like when you're a small company, like when it was Justin TV turning into Twitch TV, they had to make clear cut stuff. But you don't do that because you want to grow. If you make clear cut choice, like rules, people will not like you're too bossy. I'm leaving your cha- I'm leaving your place. I'm going to go to YouTube. You know, and so they had to keep everything open to continue thriving. And now it's biting people in the ass, or it's biting them specifically in the ass for not being able to do, you know, make strict, you know, rules because then it's gonna cause a whole community to leave or be booted out, and it's gonna cause a lot, a lot of complaints. So, this is off tangent. Yeah, PewDiePie actually does not live stream on. He used to live stream on YouTube. He live streams on D Live. Brings in fucking a lot of traffic live must be paying him Fuck money man. so i mean like i think twitch is just afraid of like losing people yeah Viewers. yeah again like they can't make clear-cut tos's because i don't know they need i'm saying it's gonna be hard on everyone at first but once you clear that you weed that all out and you go through whatever trials, then you now go forward with a clear picture and it's not re- like chaos. I understand that, but I I get that it's going to be hard and I get that well, people no. are going to have a hard time. I'm just saying that part will be necessary if we want any sort of structure. I Yeah, the, the structure thing, but I think it all falls on, on Twitch, again, being afraid that it can go either, if this works exactly how they want it to, now they have clear cut lines or everyone leaves. And, like, that's a scary thought. Like, people will move on to a new platform to, to stream on. Because there are other platforms to stream on that are not very well known, but other things exist. Like the PewDiePie D-Land, or what did you say? D-Live. 
T Live. And usually people who I, get this is the first time people who get banned on Twitch they go to YouTube gaming. Ice Poseidon. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he's doing just as. Well. Oh, he's fucking doing. He's killing it, <laughs> uh-huh. dude. Because he's like the only big dude on YouTube gaming. Twenty k, twenty k viewers. Dude. His views are high, but is, isn't the economy of YouTube still sort of like up in the air? Right, but I think even with Twitch, but most of like the money made is donations. But so. YouTube's system is pretty much copied like Twitch. It's like donations. Right, but he's saying like advertisement well, and money, I think like just from streams. Just from what I've heard in the past of what's gone with YouTube, with what's going on now with Twitch, it just seems like a roller coaster ride. Like s- streamers, regardless of what they're doing need to ride the waves figure out when it's yeah. good to be here when it's good to be there mm-hmm. when they're doing something wrong when they're doing something right it just seems like there's no clear cut this is the best place this is the wrong place this is it changes day to day it's like all right i'm getting banned here that could play big for me over here that it's like a I, twitch is scared because like if you look at like like instagram mm-hmm. or you look at snapchat snapchat used to be king and then now no longer instagram king. took over instagram took over took they stole snapchat shit and took over so i think that's what twitch is afraid of because it's so finicky of what the next big thing is twitch is king now in live streaming who knows a year later it might not be something else might come up and just what, what, like just to bring up like uh, uh snapchat and instagram i like instagram obviously did everything right to steal people from snapchat snapchat was exclusive to temporary photos temporary videos um instagram was the photos only and it's a platform that everyone already used and they added those temporary videos and that's what like it was a perfect combination of i'm already here to see the 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 pictures i can go like don't ever go back to i have not opened my snapchat in fucking like years i have three friends that use snapchat so never looked at their stories if we think of the same concept twitch is only for streaming right youtube is for videos and streaming like youtube had i don't know if it still has the best opportunity to steal from twitch but like it's been trying to it's got the youtube gaming it's got the youtube live they're changing the name from youtube gaming to just youtube live or something Mm -hmm. like that um so they're obviously they're trying to expand they're trying not to be like at first it was like oh shit we got to get this niche market of gamers didn't they stop the gaming app or whatever that's what it is they're they're, youtube live they're getting away from a niche just gaming live thing to an overall live thing um, so they still have, they still think that they have that, that upper hand for it because it's got a perfect combination of people will be on my, on our website already for standard videos. Why not watch, you know, a live video as well? So Twitch has, or YouTube has a really good ability to steal from, from Twitter or Twitch. God, too many tubes. Twitch has a really good chance to steal from Twitch. Tubes. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube's. <laughs> I mean, Facebook gaming, too. They stole uh, Mrs. May from YouTube. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, YouTube. She was a YouTube live streamer. A lot of viewers. Facebook gaming paid her a lot. Brought her in. I'm trying. To, I'm just trying to wrap my head around all this. I think of also WWE mm-hmm. in a big picture. They're a global. Like, they're the top dog when it comes to wrestling. They, have, they have personalities that are big. There's the Rocks. There's the Cena's. There's the CM Punk's. There's the... You go different, you know, different time, different people. And sometimes some of those people leave and they go to different companies. Kurt Angle went to uh, TNA on another show. And that yeah. show, I mean, he was a big star. He was huge. There was a lot of people that went from WWE there, like Booker T, a couple other ones. Even though TN, that other one built up 
WWE was still just so yeah. big that it just kept chugging and yeah. other people filled that void. I'm not saying it's comparable, like 100%, but Twitch, other per- this, someone leaving for another platform opens the door for another person to rise yeah. up and fill a void that Dr. Disrespect left or yeah. that whoever else, like you guys have mentioned, um, might have left. That's another way to look at it, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but the possibility is always there, you know? And like flip it with c- game consoles. Nintendo ruled, then mm. fell off. Then they Sony near ruled, extinction. fell off. Microsoft came with Xbox, ruled, fell off. Yeah, it's now it's Sony again. So it's just like you just gotta be afraid. Like you can't be. I'm gonna throw no one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But Vine, Vine is a huge, huge video thing, and they killed themselves by just not catering to their actual content creators. You know, so. Well, this is all on, also on. We're looking at just creator side. There's also the platform side of things, like how accessible is Twitch versus a YouTube? How accessible is another streaming service like for a user? Yeah. And then the how, like, okay, Twitch is working with Amazon. Okay, how does that work versus what does what does YouTube do? Do they part? They're Google. I mean, that's that's in and of mm-hmm. itself a thing. And like, I think there's all facets of that going on. But going back to like just the the Doctor Disrespect stuff, I was looking. I was reading this article about like. It doesn't seem like anything else happened to him. It was just the the ban. Mm-hmm. The ban. Mm-hmm. And several streamers had commented, according to this article. Including Shroud. Shroud was one of them. So Tifu tweets out joke in support of Beam, which is yeah. part of his real name. Guy Beam. Ninja uh, calls it a flagrant violation of the rules. Mm-hmm. Top streamer Shroud. <laughs> Shroud suggests that Beam should know better. Um, he said, is it a mistake if you do it four times? No. The first time I can see, I can somewhat let it slide. Three times after that, there's just nothing you could say. And then Ethan Klein chimes in saying, "Like Twitch, by saying this is the only punishment he receives, makes a decision that he's too important to leave. Oh. But like, if he were like, let's say if they were to permanently ban him, he would go to YouTube probably. And while it's not as big a platform, it, it, based on the metric they pulled, he has one million subscribers on YouTube. Doctor Disrespect versus thirty-three million. <sighs> 33 million on Twitch. And Jeez. while there probably will be some sort of migration of fan base yeah. with that, it, I don't know if it would completely just instantly bring it up. I would say at least one third, so 10 million would go over. Twitch is very. I don't know that. <laughs> I mean, that's a guess. I don't know. <laughs> Twitch bends the rules for Dr. Disrespect. And, so, yeah. one of the things or is any big the, the glitch symbol, you yeah. can't edit that shit in no matter way. When you put it on, like, Business cards, it has to be fucking right. They even give you like files to put. Yeah. But really? he puts the glitch with his face on it. The so mustache. Twitch doesn't care. Because like, Twitch is his city, dude. Yeah, He's yeah. the face it's not my city. of Twitch. <laughs> I mean, all I gotta say is the Halloween costumes this year are gonna be lit. <laughs> but I, all the all everybody I bet you he'll do some sort of stunt later in the year that's because he did a video on YouTube mocking what happened to him. Yeah. Um, I could see him doing another one. Again, but the thing is, like, I think Guy Beam understands he's one individual, um, and I think he's made a decision where whatever happens to him, he'll go with the flow. Like, if he gets completely banned, he will move on. If he doesn't, they're he like ma- rock stars. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, like something bad happening to one of these guys is like a mark on their reputation. It's yeah, like, I survived like <laughs> this, this, and this. And what what scares me more than anything. Not, it's not so much what Twitch will do, what YouTube will do, what they won't do. It's like 
normalizing behavior of certain kinds, like seeing the Logan Paul video, we kind of are like, when we talk about it now, it's not in any sort of like shock. When we talk about some of the other stuff that like YouTubers have done on YouTube and on and Twitch, just anyone has done on these things. At first, there's like a shock, and then it just kind of like, yeah. And then like we talk about it normally, and, yeah. and it's just like more and more things happening. It's like this guy streamed in the bathroom. He was a kid, and like that to me scares me because I don't want, I don't like that. Like I'm like to me, I don't want to support that. What's funny is in certain ways, and that's where different people are drawing their lines. And I'm like, yeah, what is that psychology going to change as it, it keeps cap like keeps? And going? I do think that if the punishment, if the punishment isn't severe enough, that this kind of behavior will continue to happen. But the thing is, I I do think that it's already being normalized no, on not, on the platform itself. Right. No, no I wouldn't say by Twitch, but yeah, sure. I I agree with you. I'm saying just like, where is this trend going to take us? I'm scared about. It. That's what I was thinking. Google oh, what do you Have you seen the IRL? <laughs> Fucking. That and nuts. obviously the, the cam, just the, the live chat cam or whatever, which is just the the where usually all the titty streamers are at. Can a guy be a titty streamer? Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Changing my, my lifestyle. <laughs> hey, boys. But that's, yeah, that's all I got on that. I mean, that's just like, it's a huge topic. I mean, I feel like. Oh, yeah, it's like eight topics we just talked about. Could talk about Avatar, huh? I just thought this was more relevant. It was a good one. I didn't want to, like, save this one for later or anything. Totally. That was a good pivot. You can always talk about Avatar. Reddit. What did you guys been up to this week? I came back from New York. New York! And I brought stuff. Ooh. Where's the Did you bring back some pizza? I brought. Ooh. So this is yours. Oh. Nice. Onigri. And Thank this you. This is yours. And this is yours. Hell yeah, dude. One of the best characters in the fucking. Not everyone's Bro, the same. Bro, you just splatted all over my heart. Nah, not everyone's <laughs> the same, man. I don't know his DJ name. I know he's KK Slider, but KK Slider. Thanks, dude. Yes, DJ. Thank you. So yeah, I, I tried obviously getting something pertaining to you guys, uh, and I made sure that it had New York anywhere on the fucking New York. Shirt. New York. Cool. This is dope, man. So you, that is from the Thank New you. York Nintendo store. Uh, bags cost seventy five cents. You're fucking welcome. <laughs> really? So it, whenever you make a purchase, they give you a bag, and so they're give, they're putting book shirts in one bag. I'm uh, uh, their their presents. Can I get one more bag? And she's like. Just to let you know, they're 75 cents. I'm like, oh, yeah, just go ahead and charge me. No, 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 but I'll give this one for you for free. I'm like, then why the fuck are you talking? I'm guilt tripping I'm you. never coming back here again. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> this is my last <laughs> Just so you know, I'm never coming back to Sarnath. Did you get one? Uh, I did not, actually. What the? Nani? Did you feel like stuff in New York is expensive? Hell like, when yeah, When I went to New dude. York, I was like, a bottle of water is like, how <laughs> it's like the whole city's <laughs> Disneyland. Coffee is beans and water, and you're paying three plus bucks for standard coffee over there. It's that New York co- pizza is the cheapest thing you can find there. You can find 99 cent slices nice. of pizza, but everything else is fucking expensive as shit. Did you visit uh, 368? No, no, I did not. I didn't do anything Casey related. Did you see him anywhere? Did yeah. he skate already, by you? He drove to LA by the time I was. Was he in, by Empire State Building? Just like, hey guys. <laughs> no, he was in LA by the time I, I got to New York. I mean, that was when he posted the video. You don't know if he's back. Uh, he's back. 
But uh, so I did that. Um, cool. Trip wise, yeah, it was it was good. It was uh, overcast pretty much every day. Okay. Um, after the first day, it rained every single day. After that, um, usually later in the day, so we were able to like get early morning and just kind of do stuff. Um, and then it would start raining around four, so we would just eat like dinner on that time uh, inside of a building and then go home. Um, checked out. Uh, I, I don't know what it, the island is called, but the the island that the Ellis? statue lived to. So no. I don't know if Stanley? it is. I think it, I don't know, because Ellis Island. So That's when we right took now. a ferry, the ferry was like you'll go to Statue Liberty and then Ellis Island. So like, but never did I ever hear the name of the spot. The statue. They just call it the Statue I Liberty. Think it's just, yeah. So uh, yeah, we went there. Um, beat the weather immediately. So like we were there, super foggy the whole t- or super cloudy the whole time. And then uh, we stay there for a lot longer than you would normally do because it's just a small area that only has a Statue of Liberty. Um, so, but we stay there a lot longer. So then we're like, we're tired. So we're going to just take the, the ferry. It goes to Ellis Island and then back to New York. We stayed on the boat for on while it was on Ellis Island, then came back to New York. As soon as we stepped off of the boat, it just started like pouring like oh, crazy. Damn. And so we like busted out our... Uh, umbrellas and like so they have a lot of um like i guess what you can call the construction at all times so they have like um uh awnings or whatever yeah, over yeah. the streets at all times so like you just see everyone crowd those areas as soon okay. as it starts raining so yeah we just go in our, but i was still drenched in rain after like even after that uh, did you guys prep for that or was it kind of like sprung like the whole rain sprung up on you uh no so we did prep for it so like the the two days before we left it started showing like hey this whole week is going to be rainy pretty much and we're just like well nothing we can do about it you know so you wore those shoes yeah wow. yeah my feet were constantly soaked mm. um only shoes i brought to uh because it's pretty much it's exactly what it was it's pretty much the only pair of shoes i only own ever own one pair of shoes at a time i don't own multiple pairs i was honestly thinking debating on whether buying like actual boots that can help with the rain yeah yeah. something um ended up not doing it because i was this is the only time i'm ever going to wear them and everything's more, more pricier there um we checked out fifth avenue um sandy broadway yes uh lion king which was probably the best thing we did there. Like, it's mm. fantastic. Yeah, I remember you were talking Good to scenes. us about dude? it. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. This is like a 240 <laughs> fucking person, man. Mufasa, bro. You touch him. <laughs> so what's funny is I I am a sweater, like, face-wise. Like, my body generally doesn't sweat. My face, you can just tell it's drenched right now, too. Um, the, the guy who played uh, uh, Simba, the older version of Jonathan Simba. Jonathan Taylor Town. He... Dude, like he came in strong as hell, like just boom. And then, like after two minutes, just like you can see, dr- like sweat dripping down his chest, his face. I'm like, fuck this guy. He's like me. <laughs> and then, um, the the whole. So then I just started paying attention to like every time I did like a scene change. I'm like, is he gonna like? Is it gonna be wiped down? Still sweat. I'm like, damn, this guy's a fucking Committed. champ, dude. This guy is a champ. That or they don't fucking have time to do anything <laughs> backstage. They're just like immediately like, all right, all right, next, next move. But I was like, fuck, dude. Like, dude, it's drenched. And he was like, he's been doing the show for a while. So, yeah. I mean, it's just, he's used to that That's shit probably. Cool. Fun, that, but, so, performance was good. But, man. yeah, dude, dude, I was like surprised, man. Like, it, they did such a good job. I, like, they were so enthusiastic to the point where I was like, this is the first time they've ever done this shit. <laughs> like, there's, they have so much energy and enthusiasm to do this show. 
I was like, after my second try, I'd be like, fuck, this, <laughs> fuck, fuck that audience, dude. Like, but Hakuna these Matata, like, yeah. what a wonder. Dude, these guys <laughs> put everything into it, dude. It was like, Dark. so because of that, yeah. Because I know. The guy, yeah, who plays uh, uh, Timon, man, he fucking killed it, too. Him and then the guy who plays uh, um, Scar. Oh, okay. They both did a really nice. good job. Um, but yeah, man, like, it's a really good show. I nice. highly recommend watching Broadway. And obviously, you can watch Broadway here, too. Uh, I'm hoping. Don't have to go to New York. I don't know that. if it's this year. Maybe fingers crossed. I'm gonna try to go to New York later in the year. And I was like, Ooh. I want to see a musical. Yeah, the or main one. I, the main one I wanted to watch because since it like became huge was Wicked. Oh. But uh, I, I, I'm perfectly happy with Lion King. Dude. I think I'm if so I were happy. to pick one, it'd be Cursed Child, Harry Potter, mm. Harry Potter, Hamilton. Mm. Yeah, Hamilton. But that that's still huge, dude. It's a good luck finding fucking tickets for that shit. I mean, they they have an LA one, but LA. I, I thought they, I knew they had an SF one. They have know. an LA one, okay? Because I auditioned for it. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> okay, but so uh, mostly trip. Yeah, mostly trip. Um, and then you watch anything? Play anything? Um, over there, no. But I came back Saturday, and then what? Sunday night I, I watched. To start, I didn't do nothing. I mean, I played on the plane. What'd you play? Uh. So ne- necrodance. Yeah, see exactly there is something. No, so Old well no no this, it's it's a situation that happened. Mm. So I played Always. um pretty much Final Fantasy 9 uh um, not 9. Is it 9? No, yeah, 8 is the other one. So 9. I played Final Fantasy 9 most of the time there. And then on the way back, I was like, you know, I get, I like, I ended up dying in a moment and it like kicks you back out all the way to the last save point. I was like, all right, I'm done playing this game. Was like, all right, I'm gonna bust in my uh, Breath of the Wild cartridge. Let's go and play. It needs update. What? What? And no. And then the plane to New York had free Wi-Fi. The plane back, their whole entertainment system completely shut down, including Wi-Fi. Couldn't fucking play Breath of the Wild. <laughs> you can't, can't play without a like start anyway. I couldn't. No, it wouldn't let me start anyway. It says it, it was like an important update. Couldn't. I, that was just system update. Oh uh, well. There, I was, can, there was a system update. Like I was this. able to play any other game though. I just couldn't play a cartridge game. Probably is what it is. Maybe, I can yeah. play. A, I can play a yeah, downloaded yeah. game. I couldn't play. I'm willing to. That could probably be because the because Final Fantasy IX was downloaded. I can play. I can was able to upload any other game except Pedro because I had an update. Like if it was available yet. Um, you're disappointed in that game. Fuck. Yeah, uh, I like it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was extremely. I was like. Looking forward to it. I was like, you know what, dude? I haven't touched Breath of the Wild in a long time. Not gonna. <laughs> and it's like, what? Update, cancel. And nothing happens. I'm like, what? how the fuck do I skip this, dude? I couldn't fucking skip it, man. Damn it, dude. So disappointed. Damn. And that flight sucked, dude. No entertainment. <laughs> like, like, my shit was like half battery at the beginning of the flight. Bro, you didn't prop. Shoes are squishy. You need a power bank. Cable. So you came back and didn't do anything else? Uh, fucking slept Saturday. And then, yeah. And then Sunday, I saw this guy go like, best movie of 2019. Hype man. And I'm like, it's Sunday. I got time. I went to go watch Toy Story 4. <laughs> and you didn't think it was. The end. The best. <laughs> what, like what? Oh, well, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to talk about it because we all watched it. Still keep talking. It was good. I cried twice. Yeah. <laughs> the no, beginning. No, it rained in my theater. I, don't know what <laughs> so I was having a few onions. <laughs> onions and popcorn go great together, guys. 
Uh, but yeah, the beginning uh, it shows like the like a little quick um, uh, Woody and Andy moments, uh, which caused me to tear up. But it reminded me of all the movies, and then obviously the ending, the way it ends, just kind of mm-hmm. cheer up a little bit too. A uh, couple moments, nothing. I mean, there was a moment at the beginning that kind of got me, in that was endearing. But I think the moments that hit me in terms of emotional like hit, it was in quick succession towards the last act. Like several different things happen. I was like, man, that's kind of that's hard. Or, that's rougher. Was it the the villain being denied? No, it was it was weird things. It was things I didn't expect, but they were. I don't know if I want to spoil it right now. Maybe oh, maybe okay. next episode I'll, I'll, we could go into. That one was point. one thing because your thing said like, oh, the villain was well written. I'm like, first like the whole trick watch, question. After watching villain. the whole thing, yeah. After watching the whole thing, I'm like, I didn't see a fucking I'm the villain. villain. I didn't see a goddamn villain. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, good times, bad times, all around times. I'm done. I don't know nothing. <laughs> Jay, hey, I downloaded Pedro. It's all right. It's all right. I mean, going into it, what were your expectations? You know what? Actually, I thought it was gonna. I thought it looked good, but I thought it was gonna be like Gato Roboto, where it looks cool, but plays okay so it's where you thought it would be yeah or is lower for some strange reason i think max Payne is more enjoyable i don't know why i think it's like a 2d max like yeah yeah it's just like i think of dead cells in some ways um it you have have you played it since you know so it's very like the, the, the when we were at the demo and we never played it it was very much just to me it's been just that like i'm casually playing it i'm playing on easy mode I'm just fucking running around doing as cool shit as I can. I remember why I hate it. And I remember I said it on stream. No, 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 no. I disliked it. I remember why. And I said it on stream. The controls. It is a little odd. Like, it's meant for mouse and keyboard. For without a doubt, oh, dude. without a doubt, that's meant for mouse and keyboard. I could see that. I don't I mean, know. I, it's I'll, on PC, dude. It is. But, like, Switch, I think, is the cool thing is, like, I'm just running and gunning, and yeah, yeah I'm not as precise with doing the cool, elaborate mm-hmm. shit. You're right. Or maybe because there is a setting to change the aiming to very good. Oh, so maybe I have to change that. Maybe but I'm it's set on default, and I'm just like, like I gave it to my cousin to try just for a quick round, and I was like, here, try this out. It's like a funny game, and he starts messing around. He's like, okay, how do you shoot? How do you jump? I was like, here's slow mo, and then he's like, oh, you can jump off walls, and he just starts doing some weird shit. He's like, hop, hop, hop. One shot, like it was. It was just one shot, but he's like, "That was kind of cool." And I was like, "That's the game." Like to me, I'm like, as long as I'm in the mood to do that, I'll just pick it up whenever. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't expect this to be like Dead Cells to me, where mm-hmm. it builds and it grows. Like, mm-hmm. I, how much was it again? It was like twenty. Yeah. I think twenty. If it was any more, I'd be like, "That's too much." But what else you got? <sighs> I bought Cadence Viral. <laughs> it's okay. I like Necro Dancer better. It's it's good. The music like good. Harder. I don't know. Like people in chat have said, the gameplay in Necrodancer. Is you harder. you posted a meme where like people were saying, uh, <laughs> where it says like people that have played Necrodancer are saying that you know Hyrule is is uh, easier, and you're just sitting over here like dying, dying every time, and you're just like, uh, it's pretty still pretty damn hard. Dude, Necrodancer is one of <laughs> it's one of the hardest games yeah. I've ever fucking played in my life. Like you guys heard me struggle. Like oh, I barely passed World One. Yeah, barely passed World Two. Barely passed. 
Dude, there's a thing called all zones mode where you start with three hearts only and you have to start from beginning. So you have to play essentially the whole game. End. You could get more hearts, but it's RNG-based of what you get. I beat it twice. Thank God. Why did Dwight? Do you have to, like, different characters? Is that the no, thing? no, I mean, you could use different characters. Necro. You Necro, twice. Necro, yeah. yeah. Which would, is you the first would you recommend uh, Cadence? Yes. I think for a casual player, even though it's still fucking hard, like it's not a casual game, I think Hyrule is a good game to start into. Okay. Don't get a fucking Nucker Dancer if it's your Especially first time. If you game. like Zelda. Don't, okay. If you like Zelda, pick the up. The music is amazing. I yeah, love it's that. fucking good. It's good. I mean, it's and I've easy. heard I've heard there's, in addition to just like getting the hang of the tempo, I haven't played it yet. But Which is still difficult for me. Right. And I, I, I feel like that'd be difficult for me, but I heard there's a way that you can be like set rhythm. Like yeah, you can set you can set it to for where an even easier mode. Yeah, mm. you can set it to where your movements are the rhythm, so okay. you're never off beat. Okay. And so like everything moves when you move, okay. and so the rhythm like you create the sound and the rhythm. That's um, what I meant. Though. So yeah, you can do that. So then you can keep up your pace. It's like training wheels, I guess. To yeah. Build to it, but okay. yeah. Yeah. Like so then that makes it a normal game pretty with much. With Necro Dancer, I feel like uh, Forrest Gump when he ran all that mile and he has that big beard. I think I'll go home now. I think I'm done. Because there's... So, there's endings, but you have to beat it with each unlocked character. And I'm, in, at, I'm at this point where there's a character, you only have... You can only take one hit, and you die. You can't... And there's no upgrades for that health, and you can't skip a beat. If you skip a beat, you die. And I'm like, okay, I'm done with it. And Next. No, no, I would have done it if I could pick up any weapon. You only had the basic weapon. I was like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, people in chat have said I'm pro at Necrodancer. That's good enough for me. I'm done with that shit. And Just I saw save it for the sub only. For all four of y'all, it's like playing uh, Dark Souls. It's hard. So level one, it's fucking harder, dude. But you only did the first two bosses. It's fucking harder <laughs> for sure. You this is like book? oh shit, and it went to uh, signing Bobby Hundreds, uh, streetwear designer for the Hundreds. It was cool. Um, fucking groupies waiting for the rap because the rapper moderated it, and there wow. was like ten to twenty like women just for him. I'm like, man, these chicks are annoying. Get it? Be gone, thought. But uh, I mean, they made those comments though, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Twitch is kind of lit, dude, because of Necrodancer. Like, play games that are. So maybe you should keep playing. <laughs> no, 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 no. And so I'm on my Stardew right now. It's just chill, and Dude, I'm gonna go wait. back to Doom. Um, can't wait till I'm. I just don't feel it. So, but I'm gonna have to go back to beat it. I'm almost there too. Yeah, you're close. So, and Wolfenstein after Doom, Wolfenstein, then Uncharted Four. That's the goal. That's the goal. Cool. Um. Yeah. I. What did I do? I saw. Uh, Toy Story Four. Nice. Um, I went into it like, is this necessary? Like that was my initial thought. So and God, I didn't go into it with like any thought about like these things. But yeah, that's the first thing I heard is when like I saw which is the trailers. And, and people also. talking like, is this fucking necessary? Like they didn't even need to make the third one. People were pissed the way it ended. They weren't happy with that, and then so they're like, you need to fucking ruin the shit even more. Well, like I thought like preconceived notion i went in thinking this is like a cash-in mm-hmm. it's like they're just it's like monsters university or mm-hmm. another one of the cars movies like why why are they doing this toy story and i, w- I was wanting to see it but i wasn't incentivized to see it in theaters and then i yeah no, the oh. joke 
Oh, the high five. Oh, the winter soldier guy. I was like, like, question? Um, (laughs) Go, go ahead. um, What's it called? Uh, I was watching Trihex stream, and he's like, Toy Story 4 is fucking one of the best movies ever. Like this year, it's it's one of the best. It's like it's it's could be the best in the franchise. I was like, whoa. And I like I like the way he converses. So I was like. Check his stream. It got me enough to click his stream. He's like, "This title is clickbait." After that, I was like, oh, "Fuck yeah!" And he was, without spoiling, he was trying to discuss it, and he said like a couple of things that intrigued me. I was like, "You know what? I got some time." Like like how you had said, Vargas. I was like, "I got some time this weekend." Yeah, I'll go see it. I feel like that this is enough to warrant my curiosity, and I kind of do. I was like, I could go to see a movie because I've been itching to go. I went to the nearby AMC reserve seat and everything. Maybe it was an excuse to just do that because fuck, I love that. Like, I'm like, should I get the AMC stub thing or I don't know? Uh, anyway, saw the movie and I was like, this was not unnecessary. Like, it felt like a good like the 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 conversation in the world they're they're they've built. It felt like another extension. And it like looking back at it in hindsight, I'm like three repeated a lot of what two did in my book. Like. As much as I love how three ended, I was like looking at how it structured things. It was very similar and familiar. This one felt like it was going into a different territory. The only thing I, I would gripe about it, and I would, or at least I would warn maybe, is like it's not going to focus on everyone. Yeah. It really focuses on a handful of them. And it felt like that, that if, whether or not that bothers you, that w- that's up to each person. But like to me, it was like it was a good story. Like the people that the, the characters it does focus on, but like. Oh man, Key and Peele. <laughs> dude, they were the best. They were so much like, like oh, the dude's <laughs> plan attack. Ah. <laughs> we gave you three good plans. Like, I don't know what you want to do with it. <laughs> the new characters they introduced were probably some of my favorite new characters in the franchise. Yeah, Key and Peele and Keanu, oh, were, Keanu yeah. were fucking great. For I don't know what the guy's name is. For <laughs> Yeah. That was good. It was a good movie. Um, stay till all the way at the end of the credits. I saw the movie. I don't see movies, so that's telling you I, something. Fucking, you said it's better than Be- John Wick. I think it's. Well, I didn't watch. See, John, I, he hasn't seen John. Which, by the way, we were, I was asking <laughs> uh, not for you, but I was asking you about like what were your expectations going in. I've had a few f- people I know see the latest John Wick, and they're like, "This movie is crap," and I'm like, "Why?" And they're like, "He just does X, Y, and Z." I'm like, "But." Was that not advertised? And they're like, yeah. I was like, then what were your notions going into this? And, and then I'm like, I'm, I sit back, I'm like, I want to understand, but I don't understand. Like, what do you expect? When that's what, like, two movies didn't prep you, a trailer for this. I was baffled. And that it made me think of that with what, with uh, My Name is Wicked. Did you guys think it was better than Endgame? No, I think Endgame is so better. Yeah, well, I I liked the the topic like in terms of um what the topics it brings up. I thought it's more provocative. Like it makes me think more. It stimulates more conversation of like the things the characters in in Toy Story Four are dealing with or are wrapping their heads around of like purpose and you know relationships and all these other things in that's going on with the themes. I think the Endgame as a whole was a. I mean. It's to me, it's unfair because twenty-two movies of build-up, right. closure, crazy scale. Toy Story is like 
It's it's a. I feel like it's two, it's a different metric. Uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse or Toy Story Four? Spider Man. <laughs> See, <laughs> simple, dude. But that was it just a different. If if it was like animated movie of the year, Spider Verse. See, but it's unfair. It's four movies of closure, and then it's just Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Well, Spider Verse, but there's <laughs> seven Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, I don't know. Again, it's on Netflix. No, but yeah, I Netflix. would agree. I, I agree. Uh, yes, yeah. it is. Spider-Man and Spider-Verse. Both my, were refreshing, but Spider-Man felt to be... The, the merits for it were more interesting than if Hell I had to compare. But yeah. but I think in a world where we're comparing those two movies is a win-win. Um, so I saw that. Um, oh. I mean, I'm still playing Pokemon Go. But, but you're also playing oh, Destiny. I know. And I'm playing Destiny. But I'm playing some Wizards Unite on the mobile. Mm. And I'm level 13. Oh, wow. What, 20 right now or what? You know the max? I have no idea what any maxes are. I'm I so confused. I forgot to bring up. I've been playing Blades. Skyro? Woo! <laughs> but dude, I've not spent EP money on it yet. We got him, boys. <laughs> Colin Blizzard. We Todd, got him, Todd boys. Howard's like. <laughs> I've, I've not spent money on it yet, dude, but it's very enticing. Because they have Chance. like they have the whole thing where it's like, if you haven't spent money on it yet, your first purchase of gems, bonus gems. That's how they get you. I know, dude. <laughs> Blizzard's like, fucking bro, hook it up. <laughs> Why no. did he go to B3? Who Bethesda and like Blizzard talk to each other. It's like, this is how you get him. This is how you get him. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I've been playing the Wizards. It definitely has its gotcha mechanics of like, hey, you have X amount of mad. Instead of Pokeballs, you have magic or mana. Yeah. And you go to inns to replenish your mana. But everything costs ma- mana to or and, magic. And to inns use. are like the like the poke points or whatever. It's like or? a stop. Yeah, it's yeah, like a poke stop. stop. So you just go there, you get some mana, you come out. But the people have already been like the return rate is so low that it's like to, you're barely getting anything back. It is have it does have some interesting mechanics. But what's crazy is even Katie's playing it, and she's like, "Hey, let's go for a walk." And she's like, "I brought my phone. Let's play." I was like, "What? <laughs> like this is like Pokemon Go?" <laughs> and she's like wait i almost got this one and then she texted me earlier today she's like hey i can't do anything i'm out of magic i'm, I'm like you need to go to an end she's like where is an end i'm like i don't know anywhere just looking at me she's like i tried turning the app off it didn't bring it back it's like should i just closing it opening like magic <laughs> but you get to pick like your house it's just oh, it's, nice. it has a lot of similarities but it has some differences in terms of it's more complex in some ways that are more in up front. Like Pokemon is complex on a subtle, like you have to find the complexity. Yeah, the, the front of it is like very simple, easy, simple. But like there's it's hidden complexity. Yeah, like there's this like the one's like IVs and shit. Un- overwhelmingly complex. Mm, and it be could good. be off putting to someone who's just like, I just wanted like a po like you do spells and then you you create potions in your cauldron and then you have port keys that you walk and then Sweet. you have a, a a build a skill tree that you're building and you're like, wait, how do I spec this? You go to Hogwarts. And <laughs> and, oh, instead of a singular Pokedex, this is the part that kind of, I think it's just not streamlined. It, it's easy to understand, but it's not streamlined. So they have all the classes. They have like, oh, here's Dark Arts. Oh, here's Quidditch. Oh, it's not classes, just uh, categories. Yeah. Here's uh, Platform 9 and 3 quarters. Here's Ministry. And there's, there's a sort of like a Pokedex for each one of those pages. And the more things you run into that are, are within, and it, like the icons that show up on on the around the world, say when it's from the ministry, or say yeah. when it's from Hogwarts, 
And you have a chance then of getting a character you've never seen before, getting a character you've already seen. So you fill out that. that and you're Pokemon. filling it up there, yeah. Before this game came out, I thought it was going to be like you're Newt's commander and you got to capture all the magical creatures. But so it's so, so it's not Newt's commander, but what it is is like instead of capturing things, you're you're finding, freeing, or or helping people or things. So mm-hmm. like if Newt's commander is being bugged by a Dementor, you're helping Newt get away from the Dementor, and you've now encountered a Newt, Newt commander. And in, if you encounter him, let's say ten more times, you've completed Newt's commander. But then there's another one where it's like, oh, the, here's a Marauder's map. You've you've uh, uncursed the map. Now you've collected or yeah. seen the map. So this is all just collecting or filling out that Pokedex, isn't it? Sort of, but like you're also the the part where it's battling is you go to these fortresses, and I this this is where I don't understand all the way is that, that you can in a fortress there's a there's a difficulty level of up to like fifteen or ten or something. And you go to the you can go up to a highest level that you can handle, and you have five minutes to take out. It'll say like take out three people in this room, NPC people or five people in this room, and you have to do it in a time limit. So the harder it gets, the more beefy these characters are, and it's a back and forth. So it's like cast like cast a spell at them, hit the Dementor or the Dark Mad Magician or whatever, and then they're like, all right, block this spell. Swipe, and they you block their spell. You take less damage, and then it's like a back and forth. And then you're like, oh shit, I that one took three minutes. I have two minutes to take three more. Or like you try to pick right. the, and then you get rewarded. So, and people can help you. So if you go into those with other people, you can take them on together and fight them. Hmm. It's got some mechanics. It's interesting. It's it's enough to keep me like in it, but I'm not like, oh my god, this yeah. is the next thing. Um, it's just fun. Like it is fun though that like Katie's also playing because now I'm like, oh, we can play this together. We got her. Niantic. Niantic. Yeah. <laughs> she actually was like, where's that Pokemon? Like this Pokemon I was facing the other day. She's like, I want to face that one. And I'm like, that one's a hard one to get. Like, and it, she's yeah. used to like them not running away. And it ran away. She's like, what the hell? I was like, it's tough. Get, get good. <laughs> get good. <laughs> um, so playing that. Um, I'm playing a couple of Switch games. I've been playing. My name is Pedro. But we talked about. I played a little bit of. Can't remember. Indie game? Yeah. Tetris? No. <laughs> Cadence? No. Not Tetris? I forgot. <laughs> Slate Aspire? First person shooter? No, I, I forgot. RPG? Oh, no, no, no. I'm getting ready for a work tournament for Street Fighter 2. Oh. So you picked up Street Fighter 2. So I've been, I had the collector's uh, anniversary thing where it's all the old versions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, which version of Street Fighter 2 should I play at work? Turbo. And I picked Super. Which is the super turbo, super Street Fighter mm-hmm. Two turbo, and um, I had a coworker recommend it because he's big on. Uh, he e-sports. wants to win. And he's <laughs> he knows, good at he that knows game. what he's talking about. Well, like a lot of my coworkers are casual players, so I, I was like, I just want one that like everyone would maybe know, and like, I, I knew I wanted two, but I didn't know which version. I'm like, hey, can you help me pick one? He's like, yeah, I think super is gonna be the good one. I'm like, okay. Um, we're gonna play that. I I went with them with him and a few other coworkers to round one, which kind of sparked this in me. We're all big on like the fighting games, and so we went and we went to just round one's fighting game area, and they had Tekken, they had Marvel's Capcom two, Virtual Fighter, and they had I think there was one other one we tried, but it wasn't working. Uh, I don't I think Street Fighter wasn't working, but those two were working, and like 
my coworkers are like their top game is Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I suck compared. Like they're just comboing me in the air. I'm like fucking. I can't. I can't do anything. But then you eat under their ass. I beat one of them. <laughs> and I was, I was like livid. I was like, ah! I fucking beat you. He's like, no. This guy came and talked to me and destroyed me. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and they're like rematch. I'm like, nah. I'm retired. <laughs> and I didn't give him the rematch. I'm like, ha. <laughs> Pissed. <laughs> she hated me. Yeah. She's like, "Fuck you." She, she just every time we play, she just root wrecks me. I'm like, I, "Is this fun? Is this even fun?" And I finally, what I was like, "Yes." You gotta invite competitive players to play with your friends, dude, because I'd be interested in wrecking other people. They're pretty good. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I adapt. He he's going to Evo. I adapt okay. to learn how to lose in different ways. One of them has played Daigo. At, at Evo. Easy. Ooh. I mean, he got, he's like, I got wrecked, but I, I played him. I can say I played him. Um, Use it loosely. You know? yeah. um, and then... Uh, I haven't watched too much. I'm playing, yeah, Destiny. Fuck time. I fuck, God, Iron Banner. I lost sleep because of that. So they made it now where going forward, if you want the next set of the armor for it, uh, for this season... There's three sessions of Iron Banner, which is this one week of PvP content, and you get a cool like wolf-like, like Iron Lord sort of thing. And in order to get it for each individual character, you got to do this quest line now. Instead of just like bounty, one a bounty for this piece or bounty for this piece, no longer. In order to get like the legs, you have to do step one of six, and it doesn't carry progress. Like step one of six is just play. The more you play, the more it fills. Step two of six is Capture points. It doesn't keep track of all the points you've captured in the fr- in, er, up until that point. So from that point forward, you, it's capture points. But it's not just you. It's your team. So if other people in your team are capturing points, it you counts. get progress. So that helps. But it just sucks that... And then the next step is like get super grenade and melee kills. And grenade kills are hard. So people are like, fuck, this is taking forever. And can other people get grenade kills? I'm just like... Just fucking, I'm just sitting there like not doing anything, yeah, spamming just grenade. grenades. I'm just like, God damn grenade. it, why didn't that kill? Grenade. Little progress. I was like, God damn it. Third one is like, use these six weapons to get kills. And I hate four of those weapons. It's like scout rifle, hand cannon. sniper. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do with sniper. <laughs> Luckily, when, when I did one of my characters, um, because other players' use of them it helps. I got up to 50% with Cypher without ever using a Cypher. I was like, nice. well, thank God. So I did it with one character by Sunday. I was like, I don't want to. I, I have two more Iron Banners to do in this three-month season. I don't know if I want to do that as hard as I did this. So I started on my Titan one. And then I was like, you know what? I think I could finish it. It was Monday night. I stayed up to like 1.30. I was like, just need to finish. <laughs> Shit. And I finished it. Because <laughs> the only reason I finished it was because the last step was just get wins. And I was like, fuck. But I learned that there's a cheese. Once you get a win streak going, all you get, it like glitches. And every time you just go to a different planet, it counts. It automatically thinks you won <laughs> again. So I was just like, as long as I can get to that step, <laughs> I'm good. So I'm trying to do these sniper kills. So I'm like, fuck. Street. Fuck. And I got, the, I was like, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and then I was like, wait, I got to get a streak. And I was like, does it have to be in this game mode? Or can I just... And the people were like, you can go to Rumble, which is free for all. And as long as you're in the top three, it counts it as a win. So I did. I got a win in Iron Banner. Then I went to Rumble. Everyone's 
doing AFK bots to just grind out rank. Yeah. And people were just like, and they're me, moving so then again. And it, what was funny was like I was going about it casually. Then I realized one other player in this free for all was a real person. And now I'm like, fuck, this is like a horror movie. Everyone's like a mannequin, and like I don't know which, <laughs> which one is. He just acts like it, and I was like, <laughs> and then like he starts catching up to me. Like I kind of want to win like first place yeah. now, and I've won. I was like, oh my god, that was more nerve wracking than I thought. Ever- dude, I saw the craziest Apex play, dude. So it's Mirage, which he sends out like a decoy. So the guy like sees someone, he hides behind a rock, and then he he himself walks out like a mirage and just stands there. The guy goes behind him. <laughs> Boom! I'm like two thousand IQ, dude. Holy <laughs> shit. That's good. Oh. Um, Got him. I watched some of these charity streams. I know Games on Quick is doing it, but Guardian Con. And it was really cool seeing a lot of what streamers do and like how much money they can raise for stuff. And I was like, that like I wonder like is that what inspires some people to stream? Like I know people stream for different reasons, but like that seemed like the the crazy thing to me is like specifically Guardian Con. It's it's made because of a, one specific game, yeah. Destiny. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I mean Destiny's doing good good now, but it's had such a rocky rocky road. It's been up and down. Yeah, yeah. which is insane to me like to like it seemed like at any point in these rocky areas, like this game could have been completely done, sure. like isolated. And here we are, like it made a convention. It got so big that they raised three point five million dollars. Over three point five. Yeah. Oh yeah. But like that, yeah, it was insane to see that they've been doing it for a year, for five years now. And then the other crazy thing is, like, I mean, yeah, it's crazy seeing what an individual streamer can do. Like Doctor Lupo raised nine hundred thousand by himself as one of them. Uh, each of the other ones raise different amounts for different you know things but mm-hmm. it's also fun seeing what they're doing like if i hit this goal i'll cosplay as a girl character or like i'll shave this one guy was just like i'm gonna shave he's like last year i'd get a butt tattoo of this one youtuber's name and he's like it's there and then he's like this year i'm gonna shave my eyebrows and my head if i hit certain goals and he hit Damn. those goals I was like fuck i don't whereas know. other people do stuff like bungie actually did a charity part of that segment and they're like for every hundred for every uh, $100 we a $100 donation this one guy that in their community team is always talking about like get that bread hey get the bread like bread is the prize and he he's like he will eat a slice of bread oh, and like no. by the end of the stream he had to eat like 40 slices of oh, bread he's like my. and if they hit a certain level he's like when he when he actually goes to Guardian Con the convention he has to cosplay as bread and all those goals were hit. And he's like, <laughs> I had so much breath. Like, he was on stream. He was just like. I don't, I don't know if Dr. Lupo had, like, a, a goal stream. He had, he had so, his were gameplay. He's like, yeah. he plays Fortnite. So and so his like, would be like, I won't build. Yeah. So oh if it was, God. like, after a certain amount. So, like, every $100, that person was able to tell Lupo what to drop. Yeah. And That's so, smart that he played Fortnite. Yeah. The, the viewership. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Other people like uh, this guy, Big Cheese, that I watched, his was like, for every 50 you donate, I will drop a T-spin. Or I won't ever drop a T-spin. Or I won't hold a Tetris block in Tetris 99. Or uh, gameplay stuff. Yeah. And like I saw different people do different things. It was kind of cool. One streamer was pretty creative. So there's a game mode. This is the last thing I'll talk about. There's a new game mode in Destiny called Menagerie. And it's this big kind of like raid-like environment, but it won't start until you start it. So it could be just an empty hall of like series of halls. 
So what a group of people did was they get a group of six, they go into it, and they're like, let's play hide and seek. <laughs> so his the stream he had was like, for every hundred dollars you donate, someone has to shoot their gun for five seconds. Of that you uh, so they're for hiding. If you do, a, if we hit a, if you donate like five hundred dollars, um, this person automatically loses this hide and seek round and will become the seeker for the next. Like they were doing a custom game yeah. mode in a. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> when you gamify things, that's yeah. the best. Dude. Yeah. So that's part of the. I feel like draw of like this charity versus. I know games done quick is like watching these people speed run and learning mm-hmm. about that, but like. The way they've incentivized GuardianCon to work with like these tiers of like donations, it was pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. Was, well, how much would it take to shave your head? I, my so my my topic, I, one of the ideas was like, if you were doing a charity block on a stream, what would be your like? So for, we'll, we'll grow, save that answer. Yeah, yeah See, that, I'll be reverse. I'll grow hair. Forever. <laughs> 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 yeah, that could be a thing. Uh, yeah, that's all I had. Uh, where can people find you guys? They can find me at the Thulio everywhere, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitch at the Last Bosses. You can find me at Kuchu Prime. You can find us all at the Weekly DLC. Thank you for joining us again for episode 125. We'd love to hear your thoughts on any of the things we talked about. Um, and you can reach us at AskTheWeeklyDLC at gmail.com, as Vargas had mentioned, or on our, any of our social media pages, or at the ones we placed we mentioned just now. So until next time, we will. DLC. See you later. Okay, thanks. Bye. Let's say it again. Hold on. We will. DLC. DLC. See you later. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> One more time. We will. DLC. See you later. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs>